0: Welcome to the Sisterhood of the Traveling Gee, where we travel around to connect with women and connect women with resources. Today we're going to be talking with Chick Jitsu. They are a girls-only grappling event coordinator located out in Florida. They have recently started to migrate across the United States with their first out-of-state event being hosted in South Carolina on March 5th. You can check it out on their website, and all of their information will be located in the notes. It only took us, like, what, five times to coordinate I, to get it?
1: Yeah, I, I'm so grateful that, like, you also had a time where you couldn't make it, because I'm like, I felt like crap. Okay, so tell me
0: a little bit about you. How'd you get into jujitsu, jitsu and where are you at now? So,
1: wait, <clears throat> the way that I got into it, I was a single mom at the time, and I just wanted to learn how to defend myself. So, I had been recommended to kickboxing, which is essentially where I started. And then, with that, everyone's like, Oh, you gotta try Gracie Jiu Jitsu.
0: I'm like, I don't know
1: what that is, but okay, I'll try it. And then, you know, I go in there. I had like absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into. And it's so odd that that's my story. I wasn't like raised with Taekwondo. There's not gonna
0: be like a three year old picture of me being like, Yeah, I'm so cute. so it really was just happenstance of I'm trying to get better yeah (laughs) so where are you training at now
1: so I'm over at warrior combat in Lakeland it's a little bit of a drive for me but I feel like once you start doing it for long enough you understand like the quality of where you're going or like not even the fact that like a quality in a negative sense it's just that like some places you can go to they'll be great but they're just not like what is going to benefit your game, or you're just not, you know, you might just not listen to the coaches the same way, if
0: that makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. I'm in that boat right now. Like, I, I got a vibe with, with not just the coach, but with the community, and if it's not there, it's just not there.
1: Right. Yeah, like, and you're training too, right?
0: Yeah.
1: How long have you been
0: training for? Three years now. Okay. I feel like I'm gonna be a forever white belt just because I'm so picky about where I go and who I go with.
1: <laughs> That's really good, you should. That's like something that I guess I didn't learn right away was be picky with who who you're going with. <laughs> I should have. Like my first partner was a giant, like burly man that had no self-control whatsoever. Like he was that guy. And that
0: was my dream partner for the first couple of months. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really get into, like, specific... You know how, like, sometimes you walk in and you're like, this is my jiu-jitsu buddy. Like, I didn't get there until COVID hit. And when COVID hit, it was, you have to have a jiu-jitsu buddy because you have to keep your circle small. And then that's where I really picked up, like, oh, I really like training with you. And I like training with you. And I don't like training with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and even, like... If for drills is different, like, if I was drilling on a 250-pound, like, wide, man, it just doesn't make sense. Like, can I learn from that? Yeah. Will I lose complete training from that? No. But at the same time, realistically, and as a competitor even, like, I'm not going to be drilling, you know, jump triangles on <laughs> someone this big. I will jump a triangle on someone my size and be like, whoa, this is way different. <laughs>
0: So tell me about that how'd you get into competing especially with like just walking in and being like oh this is cool I guess it was the
1: mentality of the people I was around and also
0: myself because I don't
1: even feel like I'm a competitive person like I'm the type of person that has to always be right and it's not that I have to it's just the fact that like I end up being always right and I'm used to it by now so with me training I'm like (laughs) I don't know. It was just like, if I'm doing, if I'm spending all of my time doing this, and at the time, like I was a personal trainer, I was learning about health, I wanted to go into psychology and nutrition. And that's kind of, you know, they do match up a lot. But I was just, I want to see if someone my weight, my size, you know, has been training as long as me, if I would beat her in this game. You know, kind of like, if you're playing, I don't know. Everyone says chess. I've never played chess in my life. I actually, you know what? I had somebody walk me through it, and I was just like, I don't know. Not my game. Not <laughs> <laughs> but I, I competed. I actually just recently posted a picture of my first win, of my first competition, because it really did change me, like, totally. Like, here I am with Chick Jitsu, a full girls tournament, from someone that was like, I didn't even know what jiu did to <laughs> I'm just trying to defend myself, and I just want to see if I can win one time. But it it really did change my life competing. And it was just something that, again, like, I didn't go in there, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have a camp before I went to compete. I was literally the photographer at that event. And I sat my camera down, competed real quick, got my camera, and started taking more pictures. Like, it wasn't like I was just in the corner with my headphones on, like, warming up. (laughs) I just, like, went out there and tried it. And I did good. And it felt good. Like, I met a lot of really amazing people that day. A lot of really good memories from that
0: event so so the first competition it kicked off like an internal drive um so how did that evolve into where you're at today with chick chitsu and actually you know what before we even get there tell me about chick chitsu what is it
1: (laughs) so essentially it's a grappling tournament but it's more than just that it's like a chick brand so there's two different people working, you know, to make Chick Jitsu happen. I'm co-founder. My name is Jeva. Nice to meet you guys. I'm just kidding. Uh, and then we have Lou, who's essentially just like the behind-the-scenes guy that's making the reality what it actually is. The person that, you know, believed in that whole purpose and had opportunities to meet with me and make it happen. You know, so it's really great to have that and the two different angles. Like for me, it was more. I want to be able to reach out to a lot of women that, you know, I'm a strong-willed human being. So, yeah, it was easy for me to get in the gym and have 250-pound burly men be my partner. I don't have some issue with that. People do. Women do. And they need to know to be comfortable with that, to not be afraid of that. You know, so that's kind of like my angle. I want to teach people to have confidence and, you know, self-defense and really, like, this day and age, there's absolutely no benefit to being scared of things, especially of you being by yourself or out in the open or whatever, you know, and, and again, that boils down into the littles, you want to be able to teach the young ones, the same exact thing, the easy, the easy targets, if you will, and then Lou's point of view was the grappling part, you know, he saw his daughter going out and competing against boys, which at a certain age, there's definitely changes starting to happen and as a coach seeing the small kids the small girls be like coach chapa i'm gonna have to go against the boy and it's no offense to anyone there it's just a little girl doesn't want to go fight you know per se against a little boy quite like you go out there and you see your home girl you're like okay yay i'm an arm are you <laughs> we're gonna be friends right here afterwards so he was more so like looking at that point of you know let's get just just girls going why are not just girls going again? just girls. You go into the women's bracket and it's a women's bracket. It's a man's bracket. You know, for kids, they don't really have the opportunity. So those two things put together made Chick you do what it is today, where, you know, we want to get to the point where we have we have ambassadors in different states and we want to have kind of like little armies in different states. So right now we're starting out with South Carolina Black Force. It's amazing. They've got tons of girls over there. They're on our ambassador program. They came out to Florida, took I think it was second place for our team trophy. And it's like, you guys just came out of nowhere from South Carolina, like down to Florida. You guys like packed up, came here like with a bang. It was awesome. So I want to be able to have that. Now we're going to their gym to host our first out-of-state tournament. I want to be able to create that more and more. And from there, have a way for, you know, women in different areas to look up, you know, how to find some kind of, women's only self-defense because in the end that's kind of what we want as females you know like yeah again i'm a strong-willed person i can go up against
0: big sweaty yucky men (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny you say that because i have i just made a new friend and she she's great but she she's in that category where it's just like like, I like for example, I said, you know, hey, let's go out to street jitsu, and we'll go figure out, and, you know, we have this women's open mat. We'll invite everybody, and then we'll just roll around, because it was a co-ed open mat. And she texted me, and she's like, are you going to make it? And I was like, oh, crap, I'm not. And so she was like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, it kind of hit me, and I was like, oh, we're still in the confidence, you know, building stages of, you know, just roll with everybody. Just everybody has something to offer. But right. not everybody is in that position to be like, I'm not even going to go through the door because there's other people, men and women, that I have no idea who they are. And it's intimidating. It's so intimidating. So we're trying Absolutely. to, try to do, trying to do replicate some of those core values of, you know, creating that safe space for women to feel comfortable and confident to come in and be like, here's who I am and here's what I have to offer and learn from one another
1: yeah well and that's kind of you know i want to be able to leave that residue in different places where you know now gyms are oh girls actually do come out so much that we can create an entire tournament with it you know so maybe i should offer that as a program to people in my area because that would be great that's ideal like i started out doing like again i was a personal trainer doing nutrition all that kind of you know psych- psychology stuff trying to get into people's brains with, you know, with everything. And I would like to teach seminars of self-defense to, you know, specifically women, women in offices, you know, girls groups, uh, people that are, you know, uh, halfway in, halfway out, essentially, you know, on the streets, that kind of stuff, you know. So that's where I started with it. I would like to see more of that happen.
0: So with the growth, how have you seen it evolve from the inception of the idea to where it is today?
1: For chik jitsu or just women in, in, in jiu jitsu? Or in jiu jitsu? Let's, let's
0: start with chik jitsu and then we'll transition <laughs> to jiu jitsu. <laughs> um, it's
1: been really crazy because I have first life try to do it kind of before and it just doesn't work and it's essentially the same thing that you just said with girls being like oh you're not going to be there so like me either and it's like I go out there and I hunt these chicks down. I'm like yo sign up right now (laughs) I'm like I will give you your money back but essentially I'm like leave it on pending whatever and watch you know people I will go out there and find someone for you but you have to make me the promise of putting your name in the bucket and I, I will promise you get Yeah, went from, like, eh, maybe to now it's, like, really happening. I'm excited to see. We've got, like, a whole bunch of rash guards out right now, and girls are sending their pictures back. And that's really what I want to see is, like, that content from all over because it's – at first it was just, like, here and there and basically local. Now it's, like, out there. We have people from different states asking to be ambassadors. We're talking, you know, we got friends in Canada. Like, it's cool to see this really growing and the fact that I'm now having more females like this moment now, reach out and want to kind of combine what they do with me or introduce me to people. Oh, I know this lady from wherever, Washington, that she's really big into similar things as you and that I want you guys to meet and talk. And even if nothing happens, now that's like planted in both of our words.
0: Exactly.
1: If we, if we come across each other again because of even more girls, we're going to be like, oh my god, we talked like way long ago, now it's going to happen even harder.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. The networking aspect of it is has blown my mind. Like yeah. Being able to go to all these little gyms and just be like, oh, you need more women to train with. Come with me. I don't know exactly yeah. where we're going yet, but just come with me. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so what about jujitsu holistically? Um, I don't even know when you, when did you start? Um, In 2013,
1: essentially. I think 2013 was the day I stepped foot in a jujitsu gym. OK. I started martial arts a little bit before that, probably like a year before I did like kickboxing, Krav Maga, way different stuff. So
0: it's been a little bit. It's been a couple of years. OK. So how have you seen it evolve as far as the women's community, holistically from when you stepped on the mats to now i mean it's
1: definitely changed i at first i honestly didn't even pay attention too much and i still don't like to get into the politics or you know be a fangirl of anyone not that i'm disrespecting people but it's just not i'm not a fangirl person that you know then one day your your childhood hero breaks and all of your dreams are shattered and i don't like you know, to create idolizing people. I don't know, that's just, I'm that person. But, uh, so I didn't really get into it at first. So I didn't know anything other than like what I was locally given in when I was at my gym. I was like the only girl there, you know, there was two other girls, but it wasn't even like, we weren't like friends, we weren't like, oh my God, are you gonna be here at, you know, 7 p.m. class? It's like, oh, that girl's here in this class. And then slowly, you know, it started getting more that way because I'm like, now that I'm more comfortable in the sport, I can be more myself as far as like if I see a girl, I'm like, come here, like come <laughs> here stay with me forever.
0: <laughs> so like that's why I,
1: again, like I started doing like two tricep classes I I asked the gym, I'm like, hey, can I can I set aside a time because I know a lot of girls that want to come in and learn, but like with me as a girl,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not with the sweaty dudes. <laughs>
1: Cause it was, yeah, I mean, like it is. It it was like tons of boys, but now at this gym that I'm at now, Warriors has like a whole crew. Like you're taking like a whole group picture of just the girls that were in class today, and I'm like, man, it's so crazy that that's how it is. Instead of just being like some random chick off the street that we're like both happening to be in the same class sometimes, <clears throat> to like making sure, like, oh, you know, checking on each other's goals. What are you doing? Oh, you have a competition coming up. I'm gonna whoop your butt. It's been way different and then like you see even like if you want to go into more of like the stars versions of it like look at the UFC and how many girls that they brought in as fighters and that's just like the big name oh
0: yeah I remember growing up and it wasn't it wasn't until Ronda Rousey and even that that God, that was like what, 2014, 13? Right, that's so long ago. And it was just like, that was really the first woman that I was just like, oh, women can be, you know, MMA fighters, and they actually can do it. Because the only other ones I saw before that was boxing, and I went about to go do boxing. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, it happened before. It's just the fact that, like, broadcasted until the UFC more so than anything because it's such a popular little kick. I was pissed off, because I'm like, Ronda Rousey there. An attitude. <laughs> I was like, thanks for making it seem like all girls are that way. If you don't get our way, we're going to throw a thing and a finger.
0: Like, <laughs> but now there's so many that I can't, yeah, happens, I can't like even from,
1: keep from up. From Florida over here, we have a ton of girls out, out in the UFC. It's pretty pretty wild to be able to be like, oh man, I competed against her as a wee blue <laughs> <laughs>
0: Back in the day. Yeah how far she's been able to go you know it's even crazier because when we uh when we moved to texas when when i was growing up wrestling was a boy sport and it was frowned upon if you you know treaded into the mixed gender or or to a male dominated it just was Yeah. and then yeah. i moved down i moved back last year and uh, i went to a dojo and like all of the girls they were like yeah we were all high school wrestlers so i'm like wait what you did so what? <laughs> yeah. I'm so jealous. But I tell you what, I learned a lot of takedowns. It was one of the first times that I was just like, what do you mean? I'm not supposed to give you my hand. You can have my feet. No, you can't <laughs> have it. <laughs> I learned that yeah, one real quick.
1: I, I was offered to be on the girls wrestling team in high school, but I was a cheerleader. Which I can't attend, like, I can thank cheerleading to my flexibility, like, essentially, like, it was me doing a heel stretch that had someone be like, you should try kickboxing. And I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool! But, uh, yeah, that and, like, you know, I think cheerleading also brought upon, like, kind of uh, confidence, being loud, you kind of need that for, like, self-defense style or, like, you know, kickboxing, jiu kind of needs to be a little bit less
0: yeah, they say their first offense is your voice. Like yeah. your hand should be the last.
1: Yeah. Because I'm not squaring up with anybody trying to hurt me. <laughs> I will try to diffuse it
0: way faster than I try to throw <laughs> gas on
1: it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would, and I
1: didn't have, like I never liked boxing. You wouldn't have got, I mean like it looked cool. But even now as like I've been I've fought before i have competed. i'm still not like
0: man i should throw boxing under my belt <laughs> <laughs> like i can do it casually like as as long as we're not sparring each other like i have no I, i'll get out there and do it but if you put me in front of somebody i'm like nope <laughs> the gloves come I, off i'm, I'm done like, i'll do it i'll
1: play the game at this point because i understood that it like, I needed that to be better in my Muay Thai, and I would like to get out in MMA at some point. You got to be able to fight whatever, you know, with mixed martial arts is mixed martial arts. And most likely, you'll go against a female boxer. And they have some great head movement and footwork.
0: <laughs> I don't like it so tell- so tell me a little bit about that. You're you're trying to advance it from competing in jujitsu to actually going into the MMA. Like, have you have you competed in that arena before, or is it a I've goal? I've never
1: done MMA. I've like almost done MMA, but I've had the girls drop out last second, and it just got to the point where I like kept competing in jujitsu. Started doing super fights for jujitsu because it was easier to get something my weight class, not so
0: much, which
1: is still weird to me. I'm like, y'all are out there, but we're not meeting for some reason, so.
0: So tell me uh, a little bit about that. What's the difference between signing up for a weight class competition and a super fight?
1: I mean, like for me, it's not that big of a difference. One of my things in jiu-jitsu, I hear it all the time, and that's something that I'm not as vocal about with like how adamant we are about it, is the weight class. So a lot of times I'll have oh my daughter's you know she's suddenly three pounds heavier like whatever going over her weight class I'm not I'm not gonna like bust anyone's balls about that kind of difference you know and too, with super fights, it's more of like an agreement so we can like if you and I let's say that like. I'm 185 and you're 165, but if I'm like, I want to to match, you know, are you down for that? Like, you're a high level, you know, lightweight or lighter weight than me. Like, if you're game I'm game, that's kind of what super fights are, in my opinion, and usually, but a lot of times, other places are more so like, oh, you have to be 125 within two pounds. Hmm. That's yeah. the only difference there but for jiu-jitsu specifically it's more so like hey this is like the general range and even in our brackets it's like a general range because a lot of times with it being girls only there's like so many Mm -hmm. different ones and I'm like okay can we just agree a certain weight together And, and usually it's pretty
0: easy and done that's pretty awesome because that's one of the things that I found not only with myself but <clears throat> with a lot of other women is the weight classes. And a lot right. of them are like, you know, oh, I'm going to go out and drop 10 pounds or 20 pounds just so I can have a competitor, not even because they want to be in a different bracket. It's because I just need somebody. And as right. of right now, that's the only one that's out there. And it's just like, well there's got to be a better way to do this. Like, right. there just they're just does.
1: That's, yeah, that's what... We're kind of working on there, too. It's just the fact that, like, give me, don't not sign up because someone's not on the registration list in your weight class. Or someone's close, and then you would have to drop five pounds. Can I drop five pounds before this certain date? Blah, 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 blah. Like, put your name in there. I will do the rest. <laughs> I won't make this happen. We will work together, because, especially with women. Again, I don't know that I'm not going to get my period and suddenly be eight pounds. You know, the day before, which always happened. There's only one time that I didn't get my period during a tournament, and I went out there and was, like, smashing.
0: (laughs) I feel like our bodies know, like, oh, you have this thing coming up? All right, I got you. I'm going to (laughs) wait. I'm going to wait this one out
1: until we get there. Be ready.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, so when are you guys going out to South Carolina?
1: That is March 5th.
0: Nice. Okay. And what's the turnout look like so far?
1: I mean, we usually range from like 150 to 300. I think we're at like 60, which is good for being that far
0: out. Yeah, I mean, it's only February.
1: Last minute, bro, the first one, the first one
0: we put on last minute was just like. like, all, a bunch of all-nighters matching people <laughs> well yeah like for me I personally go in there and match everyone
1: I'm sitting there contacting gyms because again a lot of times people put pending but it's the last day and they still haven't paid I go I try to remind them sometimes people forget that they did it they are not going to be there I'm like thank you I don't have to worry about your weight class anymore like I try to make sure that everybody's matched up I try to speak to everyone That's why when the events happen, it's, like, super cool because they're like, oh, hey, Jabba, we talked in email. You know, it's like we're meeting. It's not just, like, I'm showing up. I don't know anyone.
0: You know, I don't know anything. I don't know anyone. It's that really nice personal touch to it.
1: Heck, yeah. Bro, every event, I want to be, like, a birthday party, like, a celebration. The first one we had, I think it was, like, the first 50 girls got a rose and a T-shirt. Then it's, like, um, we had little snacks at each table, little gift bags, candy for the people at the weigh-ins. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm trying to have this be like a celebration. I want like, glitter, stars everywhere. <laughs> it's pink and pretty. I want it to feel special. I want it to feel like home.
0: I love that so much. It takes, because there's so many times, well, I, I say there's so many times, but there's a couple of times, you know, I've gone to tournaments and it's so sterile like it's like a hospital like you're in you this is your mat this is what you're doing and then you're done and you're like oh okay now what do i do i just check out do i leave is this is it over like there's and i mean it's so hearing that is phenomenal (laughs) yeah
1: that's what like the first one we had a hair braider and i'm like it makes so much sense to have someone there doing hair specifically for an all-girls tournament. Who was it? I forget who we had the first time. We had Talia that was there doing the braids. She does my feed-in braids, the cool ones with colors. And she was like braid I was growing my hair out from the mohawk. She took like the littlest pieces of hair and was like braiding the hair. and Yeah, she was awesome. She was like putting color in everyone's hair.
0: That's so, so we hoping cool. to
1: get the jujitsu hair props we're trying to work them in with us because they're awesome they're actually who got me my match over in california that is at the end of february
0: so are you traveling quite a bit to hit um tournaments like nationwide is that your goal no
1: for for Jitsu, not me personally okay i would like to get my name out there more well, not my name just like me out there more as a competitor just again to really do more like uh outreach for jiu jitsu I like it but it's expensive girl <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how expensive it was and so I, I haven't traveled since like <laughs> years I'm just not that type of person it would be nice it's pretty everyone looks like they have a good time but I'm like yo so like what's your side hustle then <laughs> <laughs> what are you selling <laughs> like You're taking off the time from work. Also, you're paying for this, you know, ticket and then stay, which is super cool because I have people out in Cali that are like, you can stay with me. I would like to have that too. Hey, we're going to throw in Jiu Jitsu and, you know, wherever. Oh, we've got a room for you. You know, that, that cool stuff. Or
0: like, I run a hotel place. We'll get you guys three rooms, whatever. Honestly, that's like one of our end goals is to get three to five acres close enough to the city, but still a little bit out, you know, like 30-minute drive max, and just get it like a pole barn, two of them, and one is just all mats, and the other one is just rooms and bathrooms, and then that is going to be just the event place. Um, yeah. But right now, property is so expensive. You can't find anything. I <laughs> <laughs> Is expensive. Is <laughs> like, I mean, I was sitting there thinking about it, I was like, when I was growing up, an acre was not that price, an acre was pretty affordable, and now it's like, you gotta be a doctor minimum to get anything, <laughs> like. I'm like, do uh, so you
1: guys just like not want to survive? Like, you 100% cannot
0: play Monopoly if no one doesn't land on your property, so like, let's work something out here. <laughs> I need to play, too. <laughs> <laughs> OK, awesome. So tell me a little bit about the rule sets. How did you come up with your rule sets for your tournaments? We just kind
1: of do the same thing as everybody else. OK. Our rule sets are not different. We still have um, the points. We're working on changing it up. But with the fact that we are so different in everything, we're not trying to like shock the world with too much right away. We still want to invite people that are familiar with a certain thing, you know?
0: Yeah, being familiar with things makes things easier to be drawn to. So when's your guys' next tournament out in Florida?
1: We're working on end of April right now. Okay. Our event hall. We just need to get in better contact with them. They've kind of been missing out.
0: So an event hall is that?
1: We like it's an event hall. It's just you go in. They already have like a kitchen. Bathroom. Gotcha. There's tons of space. They run, you know, shows there all the time. I like it because like for me I personally look for how easy is it to find because I'm the type of person that gets lost going anywhere. So like I already have to be like, do I feel comfortable driving there? And then parking is a big thing too. Because I'm like if there's no park like I again, I'm the type of person that always freaks out about parking. But am I gonna park? Am I gonna park at some other place? Am I gonna get towed? Or is there gonna be no parking? <laughs> or your car broken into yeah I always worry about that stuff so this place i i very much like We've already had two there so it'd be great and like then it's electrical like do they have enough stuff for us to be setting up all these tvs and computers and the wi-fi that's a big one too it's just because it's nothing like going to a tournament they're like all right you need to make sure that you're out the mat at this hour go on smooth comp the times will change but we're also not offering any wi-fi whatsoever
0: (laughs) (laughs) i feel that so much i remember sitting on the sidelines when my daughter was competing sitting there just refreshing 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 and come to find out it wasn't refreshing so when it finally did i was like oh we gotta go Now! (laughs) Run!
1: I've done that during helping, uh, like, with the computers. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, Jeffa! Jeffa! I am like, whoa! Oh! Hold on! For the record, this says one hour from
0: now. I was like, all right, whatever. (laughs) I didn't realize how much logistics went into running a tournament until I started actually looking at it, and I was just like, I don't... I mean, I have a good, like, mission, but I don't know if I'm prepared for taking on a brand new initiative along with a mission. And that's the reason why I was just like, oh, yeah, I know Bianca, and Bianca coordinates with chick Jitsu, and they do this all the time. I'll just call them and see if we can figure something out. Wow, that,
1: that's why I'm out here being like, someone please help. <laughs> it's it really, it is you know, nerve-wracking again. Like, I've gone with this event multiple times. Why are you guys not messaging me back right now? Like, I need to know right now. I'm impulsive, too. That's why I'm like, I'm like today, right? Because I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry for all the types of the past, but I'm like, you need to tell me right now whether or not I can go ahead and start throwing it out there to these girls that it, at the end of April, we're going to have chick chick here in Tampa. You know, I want to be able to be like, South Carolina, Tampa. Georgia, Tampa. California, Tampa. Like, don't ever forget we're here in Tampa because that's, you know, where most of our people are anyway. But it takes a lot to just even, you know, talking to the event halls, setting it up, finding good places, finding good homes, finding surrounding areas to get, you know, for the people that do fly out. It's always crazy that there's people that fly to Chick Chick
0: That's I, awesome.
1: That's probably like one of the coolest parts that people are like flying and driving for this event that's you know so unknown i feel like still but still seems so cool and and, like it's just cool come on girls only (laughs) if you're a girl doing jujitsu why are you not trying chik jitsu like you're gonna go and have a birthday party like we're celebrating females. you're gonna get your medal and someone's gonna sit there and be like you're so pretty
0: (laughs) pink (laughs) i love that i still go back to that i love that it's a celebration and not just like you're in you're out you're done here's your thing we We need space
1: we are in out like we definitely run our tournament so smoothly we get in we make that happen we're not doing that like empty map for five ten minutes like does it happen sometimes yeah if there's something going on that other people want to see fine or if somebody needs a break but we're not going to sit there and be like um I see two mats over there. That absolutely nothing is happening because we're waiting on this or that. Like no, <laughs>
0: we
1: got tons of people that can comp- compete right now. Let's make this happen. Let's get out of here as soon as possible. I don't think we've ever gone past like one p.m. Starting at eight. Yeah,
0: that's impressive.
1: That's really impressive, and I. Understand. We run, you know, a smaller tournament than most tournaments, but still, whatever, I don't care. Like, if most tournaments running at a smaller rate can run a lot longer, you know, I like to be very... (coughs)
0: Bless you, girl. Thank you. Yeah, the last tournament we were at, I think I was the last one to compete, and it was 8.45 at night. And what time did you get there? God, we got there. We we had to check because my daughter was competing, too. So we had to check in by 8 o'clock. She had to be weighed in, checked in by 8 in the morning. And we were there all day. And all I could think was, I'm so, thank God, you know, I weighed in the day before. Because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have been able to weigh in until about 1 p.m. that day. And then if you looked at the weigh-in line, it was, like, wrapped all the way back to the parking lot. And I was like, there's no way. Like, this is crazy.
1: Yeah. I don't ever want to be like that but that's why we try to get people in and out again there are a lot of moms bringing their daughters to compete too we want to get it done over with have fun have all-lady businesses surrounding the place to go talk to check out you know we've always had it's always been somewhat different but with like sweets those are the most popular ones getting like cake pops and stuff i bro i love our <laughs> I love our events. I love seeing, you know, the girls galloping around, having fun, being friends. That's super cool, too. There's a lot of, you know, little friendships and bonds that are created by being there. And so, like, they're going out trying to beat each other up.
0: Yep. that's how my daughter, she fell in love with it. Her first tournament, like you said, she went up against a boy and it was it was not pretty. And she was broken. She's like, I never want to do this again. And we were like, that's fine. That's more than fine. You're not in it to be a competitor. You're in it to make sure you know how to protect yourself. And if you just go back to class and you never compete again, we're good. We're golden. And then we went to the last one and she got paired up with the girl. And it was just like you said, you know, they were, you know, happy. You know, before the other girl was like super nervous and she was on the brink of tears. And, you know, they got out there and they just they did their thing and they didn't hurt each other. They didn't try to. Like, there was a couple times you could see my daughter going to, like, shove her elbow in her face. And she's kind of stopped and reared back because she was like, you know, I'm not in any danger. Like, I don't need to do that. <laughs> like, it was just so interesting to see, like, the thought process and the just girls being nice. Like, I've already got my points. I don't need to just shove my face, you know, shove this in there. And it was just like, okay. Like, and after that, she's like, when's the next one? I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, so now we know, competitions where you compete with girls, not boys. We're good, we can do that. (laughs) Boom, Chick jitsu. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a little bit about Lou. How did that relation become and how has it evolved? He fell madly in love with me.
1: No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, His daughter came to train at the gym I was teaching at at the time and that's pretty much all she wrote she's like a super proactive like super cool child one of those like gifted kids that no matter what she does she's amazing at it even if she closes her eyes and doesn't try so with jiu-jitsu or with her training in jiu-jitsu and kickboxing we did like a couple private lessons and he's just a very good person so like that's the cool thing about jiu-jitsu is you you create such cool little bonds like there's so many families i'm still part of the family with that I trained with years ago, you know, it's just like brings about like the coolest people ever. (laughs) So, and he's just one of the, he's very much like his daughter too, or I guess she's like him where he is just always thinking of something new and cool and, you know, ways to make things better. And, you know, he's a hustler. So way to make things better and make money off of them. He's the one that makes that Z nation or well, they're called Shredder Geese now. But it's super cool because in the ghee in the most important areas it's stretchy. And so that's like super durable. It's going like hot right now because it makes sense. <laughs> what are they
0: called? Shredder ghees?
1: Yeah, shredder ghees. But it's like in the crotch area, in the armpits, like in the back. It's essentially made for bigger guys. This dude's like 8'5". So when he puts on a gi, he's like you know, <laughs> you see people that are just like, whoa, and geese are already stiff cardboard styled outfits. So if you're like a bigger human being or muscular or whatever, you know, yeah. it's nice to have that like flex fit. And he said, you know, that's one of the things. He's sitting on the edge of the mat. We're, you know, watching the class or whatever, and he's just sitting there spitballing ideas. So that's pretty much how like we met just from her his daughter training, and then my daughter was in the class and I was the coach. That's really just all she wrote. Okay. Now we're best friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really grateful. That's something, again, like I was doing like just seminars and little classes and gyms with Jiu Jitsu. And if it wasn't for someone like him that likes to, you know, hustle and expand on fun ideas, we want to be here right now. I'm very like creative in my brain and my my brain, the thoughts go firing everywhere. That, that all made sense, but I'm pretty sure you understand what I mean. Yeah, like My brain doesn't stop and his is very similar. We, we're both like into like astrology and he's a Leo and I'm a Virgo and we like to talk about how those make really good business partners and like they're very successful in life because of their ways. Yeah. It's it's really fun. Like we have definitely butt heads. There was one time I think it was the last Chi Jitsu. No, it was the one before that. Where my phone turned on the video <laughs> right when I was talking some serious smack about him with him being right there. It was just like it popped up later where I try to show my mom a video of like the setup. I was like, it's so amazing. And I'm sending my mom this video of like me just like being so mad at Lou, friendly, but just like so mad. And I'm like, oops. I was like, it's just so funny to see it put into perspective to myself to be like, man, we really can butt heads sometimes and like still be very, you know, cool together. I'm like, it takes being able to. Talk back to someone to really get a good outcome, in my opinion. (laughs) I shouldn't tell my daughter
0: that. (laughs) But if if we sat there and agreed on everything always, it would be, you know. It'd be disastrous.
1: Yes. So if I'm sitting there being like, no, and he's like, yes, and I'm like, but no, at some point there's going to be maybe a compromise that comes out and it's even better, or one of us wins that little battle and. We get to be like, ha ha, told you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are you still doing off, like the seminars and teaching and everything else on the side? I took
1: a little bit of a break. I did some personal coaching, but I think that I wore myself out with coaching kids and being in like different gyms. And like I took away from my, my own training, teaching so much. I needed a break now I'm back on like 2022 for me like big goals is I'm already back into coaching back with the kids back with you know being able to make an actual impact in my like nearby community that I wasn't before and with Chick jitsu again there's so many ways to like use chik jitsu as like that trojan horse of like enough like all these other amazing things yes and that's one of them I'd like to be able to go out Maybe we're not going to throw a tournament at this certain gym, but if you guys have enough females in the surrounding area, I can, you know, let's let's bring them all together. Let's do something cool together. Via too.
0: <laughs> when it comes to your leadership style, it sounds like it comes naturally. Or was there any mentorship that you took just to make sure? I mean, I know you mentioned cheerleading, but other than that, was there anything to help you get your platform to use your voice to go forth and do great things.
1: Oh that sounds like so, <laughs> <laughs> so to me My mom I learned I guess I didn't have necessarily mentorship I did I was able to kind of hop around and learn from a lot of people so like the list goes on and on. it was just the fact that you know yeah I do think that I was brought up by my parents specifically my mom was a teacher. So, and, like, she was, like, she was the teacher that's, like, to this day, thousands of students in this world, if you said, who was your favorite teacher, it would be my mom. And not just because she was fun or, you know, crazy, loud, whatever, but, like, she changed your life. She found something about you that you needed to fix that would make you a better person. She went in there and she did it. And I feel like I definitely got that from my mommy. (laughs) That's awesome. But I did learn, you know, for actual martial arts styles you know there's definitely been like chris rodriguez uh she was she owns gracie pack here in florida you know she was pretty much my first and only female in martial arts that you know actually teaches classes and runs a business that i had to look up to and she let me work with her for a little bit and i learned a lot from her and she's still like super successful Super, you know, what a great person to be able to not necessarily look up to, but to have been so deeply impacted by so early on in my martial arts game, you know. And then just other, you know, watching other people do their thing, being able to be parts of gyms and see them run their gyms and be who they are to other people and finding what I like, finding what I don't like, finding what has worked for other people, stuff that I may not have liked per say that I would never want done to me so I, you know, teach
0: that. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to go forward and set up a chick Jitsu tournament, how would they go about doing that?
1: They tell me. <laughs> <laughs> is that simple? <laughs> it is simple. Essentially, I just need I need to know, I need a date, I need a place, I need max I need to know what kind of, you know, how big are we running this tournament? Because I, I don't mind running a small tournament. That's what I was talking about, quote unquote smokers, is what they call them at least for like, you know, punching each other in the face. <laughs> but um, to have like, you know, because we do the the absolute, the no-key absolute, we started at twenty five hundred dollars, and then slowly girls weren't signing up for it anymore. We're like, okay, we'll give it five hundred dollars. The more they sign up, the more money we'll put in. But uh, and then the super fights. I'm like, even if we just do an absolute super fight, let me know. Like, I I just need the space. That's why we're looking for the event coordinator to help us just find the space, and then reach out find the ladies. If we have someone local, that'll help us to get them. You know, it's easy for me right now in Florida to find girls because I know the gyms here. I'm familiar with them. I can go on to Smooth Comp from our you know past events and be like, who, what gyms nearby have been at our events. Let me go reach out to their girls, see if they still train, see if you know if they're interested or available. South Carolina, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know who's out there. I was like, we got black words. okay. And then also too, I'm just I just look like another event person that's seeking out attention from a gym. A lot of times, you know, I have been on that receiving end where you just ignore them. We don't want to go to your event. We don't know who you are. You're not. You're no name to us. We don't care. Who are you, Jessa? I don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have found that quite often. <laughs> that is like... Too,
1: even like with sponsorships and stuff, I'm like, this is so cool. Like you have no idea the amount of like outreach and like the and, like to see, bro, the raffles that we had and people that have given stuff to put in our raffles and the girls win them and stuff like that. It's so exciting, you know, like. I don't know. I'm just like, why do you not care? (laughs) Pay a girl to fight a girl right now. Just do it. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Throw some money in our ass loop and watch these girls go wild. Like, it is crazy. We've seen some, like, incredible matches. I bet, especially if you've got a cash prize. like. And I'm just still here, like, why are these girls not signing up for money? Y'all will sign up for some cheap medal.
0: Sign up for a knot
1: metal if you, like, don't make it.
0: And especially with the flexibility of being able to be like, oh, you know, I've been, for example, me, you know, like, yeah, I'm 180 and a white belt, but I've been doing it for three years. So if there's nobody in my bracket. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the blue belt. That's okay. We can make those yeah. modifications. Like, just yeah. that flexibility to maneuver through the belt and um the weight classes as long as it's agreed upon like that's awesome that's probably like my favorite thing other than the celebrating i love the idea of celebrating <laughs>
1: i'm so glad that you that's i'm like i'm trying like my part is to get that out there i know that the more events that we have the more people are going to understand that that's what we're doing it's so much fun i'm like why are more people not into this especially with the fact that The women's community has expanded so much i'm like why are you not doing this if you're training jujitsu at all you should at least try white belts especially like white belts i think is the most important thing to to compete because what are you going there for not to impress your sponsors you know not to i don't know like (laughs) this isn't part of your career it's just the fact that like why are you even doing jujitsu like, the, a white belt always has a purpose in doing jiu-jitsu. What is yours? So go try it out. Go play the game against someone else. But what's the worst that's going to
0: happen? You chat. Yep. It's funny. <laughs> I, I feel so forgiving for a white belt. There's so many people who are just like, Oh fucking white belt. And It's just like, yeah, but that's, that's the stage where you get to be spazzy. You get to learn the mat etiquette. You get to learn where to put everything, like, let them be, Let 'em. this is, once they get a little bit of color, then you can start talking oh, shit because yeah. then they should know better. But for now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you have blue belts, they're the ones that I feel like compete the most, which is super awesome because there's, they usually have like a super fun game to watch.
0: It's that so dangerous.
1: I'm just kidding. But with the women, I just feel like watching women grapple like seeing them and and being one of them and grappling them is so much fun like they're actually learning their technique and trying it well and too like with ours we have made it a thing for like no stalling definitely so any kind of like i've had it before with my students where like they'll have someone essentially like run in circles around them I'm like, okay, like, as, a, as a coach, you're like, bro, why are you letting this happen for so long? But at the same time, you can't necessarily make the kid engage. But if they know, I don't know. You should get deducted for running around in the circle. My kid can't catch your kid. What are you wrong for I'm like, I'm here for, like, uh, it's fight or flight, and I've clearly chosen fight. <laughs> like, there ain't no run in here. <laughs> but yeah, so like stalling, and then like even with, uh, like, Mount or side control. Like if you're gonna sit there and just hold it, if I can sit there and pull my arm out like this and you're doing nothing with it, all right. Like we're gonna, we're gonna call bad on you because you gotta, you gotta do something. We want jujitsu happening, not
0: just. I got my points. I'm gonna stay here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those are all things that we're working on with our points stuff. Like I would like to get to be where our super fights are more submission only, but times. Like the one that I'm, I'm going to compete in California is a nine-minute roll sub only, and then like dominance or whatever it is uh, wins if nothing. So like for me, I love that game. I know that I'm gonna sit there and sub hunt all day long, and then you know I feel like that's my type of game. A lot. Like the thing is, is oh, would I have a three to five-minute sub only match? How does that work? Will they
0: like it? <laughs> I think you lost me at the nine minutes. <laughs> really, bro? No,
1: I had a match go for like thirty minutes, and it's crazy because I had no idea that I was rolling that long. Like no. even to this day, it was a, it was a great roll. Like I'm gonna say, te- I, I love technical game playing roles. So like I feel like I must have just got caught up in it, and the fact that there's like a million people surrounding me. <laughs> but we rolled for a very long time, and and you know. That's the thing with having those sub-onlys, that they can't go on that long.
0: How but do you get your cardio up to do that?
1: I don't, I guess I, I play like a sloth
0: jitsu. Ah, uh, very slow and meticulous. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's me. Like, I'm learning to not be that way because I've lost a lot of competition from being that way. I'm like, alright, well I can chill here all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Houdini because I won't get out of like any submission. Too, But then I'm like, I don't know, I'll wait, I'm very weighty. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll
1: wait all day.
0: Okay, so did your, you said you had a son, right? A girl. A girl. And she trains too. A little bit, yeah. She trained more when she was younger. But
1: I always wanted to make sure that it wasn't something I was forcing on her. Because usually if you do that to anyone, they're like, I don't like it.
0: Very resentful too. (laughs)
1: even in my belly I'm like for some reason I feel like when I was pregnant with my daughter I just knew that she was gonna come out like not me like <laughs> I'm like I feel like I'm creating something that is absolutely opposite of me and she really is like she has gotten her ways of like wanting to be similar but she's like dance she came out when it's dance and stuff and pretty and makeup <laughs> but I was like okay well I still like this is what mommy does now you know she was I think three yeah when I started you know coaching and training a lot and uh, so she learned but I didn't force it and then there was like a point when she was a little bit older like eight and nine that I'm like you have to learn this like I don't care if you love it hate it whatever you hate it all day long if you don't know how to defend yourself it is what it is like And then i let her out of it i wasn't going to keep her there for long
0: yeah
1: just long enough to because a lot of it just becomes a reflex like i feel like the more that you train the more that if you drop something you're catching it
0: yes (laughs) yes i think i heard it the other day and it it didn't really it never resonated with me how important it was um but they were talking about how you know kids who train jiu-jitsu handle a lot of confrontation better especially when somebody grabs them because they're so used to being grabbed that it's not a shock factor when somebody does grab them and I just I just sat there and I was like oh that's actually a really good point like if somebody were to grab me like it's not like a immediate like what do I do it's like okay um little shock but yeah but you're not you're not paralyzed you're you can move forward but it was just but I never, I never thought about that. I thought about like the subconscious, the unconscious mindset of like, you do all this training and here's how it helps you. Yeah. Yeah, girl.
1: That's like the whole
0: point. (laughs) (laughs) brings me back. So how has your psychology role played into what you do now? Like everything. It plays. Really?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like you just, it in the in the sense of like if you study enough about just like the brain and the body and our reactions and like like my whole like just side note was i wanted to learn more about like the nutrition part of it and how like whatever we eat they say you are what you eat but it's really like you are whatever the chemical breakdown is of what you eat versus what your body is able to pick up off of that out of side note um so just understanding the reaction of people makes just everything easier so even like i said like i always try to approach a situation from every angle i want to approach it as like you know me let's go with just like signing up for a gym right me as the buyer me as the person that needs this how important is it me as the person that like pricing wise like is that in my range or am i the type of person that would you know a lot that amount of money per month for something that Again, back to how important it is it to me. And then from, you know, bringing them into the gym. Like, you always know as a, you know, mental thing, I'm not gonna buy a gym membership from the internet. If you bring me into the gym and I have a fun time and there's another girl on the mat and she's so excited to see me and I can't wait until I see you, the nice class oh my God, girl, ready should be here, let's take a selfie, let's post about mine, let's hashtag it, like, let's tag each other. That starts reading, like, in your brain that excitement for something, you know? So like, that's just being able to know those pinpoints to use to bring people into, you know, a space that I know is gonna be so great for them, but they might not, you know? And again, like, why are we here? Because girls wanna go compete against girls. It just is what it is. (laughs) And like you said earlier, you go into a tournament it feels stale. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm doing. I already know that somebody's going to try to choke me out, break my arm, break my foot. It's cold. I don't know where I am. It's something like the parking was horrible. Nobody told me I had to pay for parking. <laughs> like there's so much stress going on in your brain. You walk into that place and they're like, oh, my God, thanks for showing up. Here's a rose. Here's a shirt. Here's some glitter. Did you want candy after you weighed in? Like, you know, like a lot of girls are like, oh, you know. I might be a little bit overweight today. I'm like, oh my God, are you really? And then they step on the scale. It's not just like, oh, really? Okay, well, I'm really stale right now and I don't know if that's okay that you're too fat. Like, there's a whole vibe that you're creating. If you know how to do it, you know, if you
0: if you know how to enter people's brainwaves the right way, you know? That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so if people wanna find you, how do they find you? Graham. Facebook, YouTube, is it all chick jitsu or is it Jeffa? Jeffa Moy is
1: my big one. That's where I'm at the most. Um, but chick jitsu is the number one. That's the one that should matter the most. <laughs> it is. Just know that you're probably gonna find me behind it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so give it five years. Where is chick jitsu gonna be?
1: uh everywhere <laughs> in all 50 states in five years oh yeah because 2022 we're making the biggest date
0: awesome 2022
1: like it's happening i feel it happening it's already happening i can say it's happening all i want it's already happened good <laughs> uh, good so i just i believe in five years we're gonna have a nice solid group of chicks event coordinators putting it out there, already running, we already have our spots to go to, it's when are we gonna be
0: there? That's awesome, I really appreciate that. I really enjoyed this.
1: Yay. Thanks for letting me ramble about something I'm very passionate about.
0: Dude, thanks for sharing. Like, this is gonna be awesome. I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) Yay, good, I'm so glad that you're excited. That's that's the point.
0: (laughs) All right, Jeffa. Well, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for all of your time too, girl. And we will continue to connect and make things happen.
0: Definitely. That wraps up today's episode. You can find our next event at www sottg.com. It's going to be a women's open mat held at Argyle Jiu Jitsu Academy on February twelfth, twenty twenty-two. See you there! Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends.